Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. Good evening, Dayspring's Church and online. We come from the heart of Dayspring's Church in Mission Hills, California, to the heart of your home. As we continue these online services with the purpose so that those of you who are still uh, unsure about uh, coming with us in person, well, we have this available for you online, so we hope it would be a blessing uh, for you in your life and for your friends and your family if you wish to share this link or you would like to invite your friends over to your house so they may hear the Word of God. Today I'm very excited to impart with you a word from the Lord, from the Council of the Bible, and I want to speak about full assurance, full assurance for today and for eternity. We are so unsure of so many things in this world you know, through the coronavirus and uh, so many people we've lost and how it has affected our jobs, our lives. It's interrupted so many things that maybe you're unsure about uh, coming to church. And that's okay. We, we love you. Uh, you're still a part of the body of Christ. And, and for those reasons, we are doing this recording so that you may feel assured through the Word of God. And that when you feel comfortable, you may join us uh, in person at Day Springs Church. We love you and we miss you. And today I wish to speak about the full assurance and it's God's will for us to know what it is, to understand it, and to embrace full assurance. In the world that we are living in today, there is so much insecurity about our lives, about our jobs, and so much that uh, insecurity that we are seeing now. But there is something that the church has as a beacon of hope and that is the assurance that God has given to us whom we've received Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And that assurance brings hope on a daily living and a daily walk through with, to our, with our Lord. And that assurance cannot be bought nor sold. There's no book you can really read upon it that it may become real in your life. Only by you giving your life to Christ can you receive this full assurance of what God has for you, for your life, for your home, for your loved ones. Hebrews 6.11 tells us, And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence so as to realize the full assurance of hope until the end. The life as a Christian is full of assurance. Assurance only through Christ. And that in our daily life, our daily walk, we have the assurance and the hope that we will be with the Lord, that we will receive the prize because He has called us with a holy calling. There's so much insecurity in this world that for us to feel assured, we buy insurance. We buy insurance for our vehicles, for our lives, uh, for our homes, uh, insecurities we have so that in case something happens that we may be compensated for whatever 
thing we felt it was valuable to ensure. But this is different. Assurance cannot be bought. Assurance is given to us as a gift from God. And this is not of ourselves, as Ephesians tells us. This, this is not of ourselves. This is a gift from God, our salvation. And this assurance, you can take it on a daily basis. Every morning when you wake up, you can be sure that you are assured in the hands of God. In a world of insecurity, God will hold you in his hands. That is a beautiful promise that I wish to speak to each and every one of you that are listening to this broadcast. We have to have the diligence to realize the full assurance of hope until the end. And that end, my friend, is the end of victory. It's the end of hope. It's an end where we will be with the Lord forevermore. Would you say amen right there where you're at? Amen. Assurance is partially sustained by objective evidence for Christian truth. Even the apostles, the Lord presented himself alive after his suffering by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a, poor, of a period of 40 days. Would you imagine that? Even the apostles needed assurance. The Lord, the, the Lord, even though he was walking with them, he was talking with them, he was teaching with them, he was with them day to day. But after his suffering, after his death on the cross and his resurrection, the Bible says in Acts 1-3 that even after 40 days, he appeared to them to give them assurance that he has risen from the dead, that, assurance that he is Lord of them. And that's what God wants to bring us today. Assurance of what Christ has done on the cross for you and I that last a lifetime. Assurance also cannot neglect, neglect the painful work of self-examination. We need to examine ourselves. And as I said earlier, even the apostles were probably unsure of themselves. The Lord wasn't with them. Um, there was chaos around them. Uh, they had assurance when the Lord would speak. They felt something in their heart, and now the Lord had left them, and now they're not sure. And we, we can go through moments of doubt, and that's because we are human. But the Bible says that we should test ourselves to see if you're in the faith. 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, test yourself to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourselves. Or do you not recognize this about yourself, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you failed the test? We need to examine ourselves and realize and recognize for ourselves that Jesus Christ is in you. He's in me. And once we realize that, well, there is nothing too hard for God. See, the difficulty that arise in your life the difficulties that arise in, in daily life is nothing in comparison to the Lord that we serve. There is nothing too hard for God. The daily walk, He walks with you. The daily life, when you arise, grace and mercy, the Bible says, follow you all the days of your life. We need to examine ourselves and, and we need to uh, understand that though it may be painful, though we may not feel as worthy, about our situation, but let me tell you that God gives us a blessed and a joyful assurance that doesn't come within ourselves. 
It doesn't come within our surroundings. It doesn't come in difficulties. No. Assurance comes from our Lord and Savior. That He has victory over this world. And because He has victory over the world, we too are triumphant. Not in ourselves, but in Christ Jesus, who triumphant over the death of the cross. Who is triumphant over all things. And he is Lord of our lives. And because he is Lord of our lives, we give him control. We allow for him to take control of our life. See, it's better that way. Because if he's in control of our lives, well, we'll let him take care of that. And a lot of things that happen in our lives is because we've made our own choices without consulting God, without examining, right, it is the will of God what I'm doing. Uh, am I doing this out of insecurity? Am I doing this because I don't trust God? Well, when we have assurance, our prayers are more defined. When we have assurance in God, our daily walk is a walk of joy because He orders our step, the Bible says. And if He orders our step, well, He's in control. And I'm not to worry because He is Lord of all. Would you say amen to that where you're at? Amen. Assurance also will diminish in the presence of concealed sin. Psalms 32.3 says, When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. If there's something else that I wish to speak about, that what takes away from the joy of our assurance is hidden sin. One of the marks of a Christian is that we are able to repent of our sins. On a daily basis, it's okay. I, I, we need to repent of our sins on our daily life because we are not perfect and, and that we, we are still living in this shell of a body that will sin. And, and that is not a ticket to sin, but it's a, an opportunity for us to reassure ourselves through Christ Jesus that because He paid the price on Calvary, well, we can come up to Him, Hebrews chapter 4, with boldness to the throne of grace and, uh, and find in Him forgiveness of sin. Wow. As we come unto God and we render to Him all, Ask the Lord, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I, I failed you this day. The Lord will come and bring the joy of assurance in our hearts. And there's something beautiful about having a, an assurance of forgiveness. Like a father, when this child comes, I remember my children would come, they do something, and I knew they did something bad and wrong, and, and I wouldn't confront them right away. I, I would ask them about the situation, and I would want them to confess to me. But I would tell them, when they don't confess to me, I would tell them, if you confess to me, I will forgive you. But if you do not confess to me, there will be consequences for what you've done. You will be punished. And I kind of wanted to teach my children how the love of God is, that if we don't hide sin from God and we come to Him as a loving Father and ask for forgiveness, He is more than willing and always want to extend His hand of grace and mercy to us. Believe me, God wants to extend His grace and His mercy to us. The penalties of the sins that we suffer is because we don't seek after God. 
We run away from God. We're, we're like Adam and Eve. As soon as we do something wrong, we, we hid from the presence of God. And, and what did the father do? He says, Adam, where are you? He knew where he was at, but it is, in this situation, Adam was no longer in a relationship with his father. And what the father wants to assure you this day is that when you come to him, you can come to him because his son has made an access directly to him through the blood of Christ. And we have a direct connection to the father through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. How so? Would you join with me, or if it shows on your screen in 1 John chapter 2, verses 1, it says, My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, now that's all of us, right? We have an advocate with the Father. Can you repeat that word for, with me? Advocate. An advocate with the Father. Who? Jesus Christ, the righteous. I'm telling you, if you really knew and understood that Jesus is praying for us, would you still feel the same way? If you realized that Jesus was praying for you, would you still feel depressed with anxiety? If you knew that Jesus Christ was your advocate, would you still feel unsure of yourself if you knew that Jesus Christ is your advocate? No, you would not feel any of those things. You would have an assurance that if we sin, and yes, we will sin, we have an advocate to the Father through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. The Bible says that he is the mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Hebrews tells us that we don't have a Lord that does not have sympathy of our sins. But the Bible says that he went through, suffered all points, but without sin. You see, we can suffer through difficulties and sin, but the author and finisher of our faith, which is Jesus Christ, he did it without sin. So that way, we look to him. We don't look to ourselves. We don't look to church members we don't look to no one else. We look to Jesus Christ. He was tempted in all ways. The Bible says in some versions, in all points. But yet, without sin. And that, to me, he is the author and finisher of my faith. Where do I get this faith? I have this faith because it was a gift from God through Jesus Christ. Not of my own not of my own fruition, not of my own will. I failed myself and I will fail you. Humanity will fail you. Uh, our brothers, your, your family will fail you. But Christ Jesus will never fail you. He understands you. He knows you. He's been there. The Bible says he hungered. The Bible says he slept. When he felt anguish through the loss of his friend Lazarus, the Bible says Jesus wept. So in that, I'm telling you that he understands what we're going through. And he wants to give you assurance in the situation that you're in right now. Because that is what we need the most, assurance. And that assurance is from God. Not an insurance, but an assurance. Assurance, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, so faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. What you're doing right now is the first step of faith. If you're coming in person in church and you're hearing the word of God, that's the motion that starts for faith. 
Assurance comes from hearing the word of Christ. Also, open your Bibles. If you have an opportunity, read the word of God. First uh, John is one of my favorite books. Uh, even Ephesians, Philippians, there's so many beautiful books that you will have faith. The Bible says in John 20, 31, these have been written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Amen. These things have been written. The word of God has been written in, about Jesus Christ so that you may have life in his name. Amen. The devil came to rob, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life and life in abundance. Yes. And it's not about monetary abundance. It's not about uh, tangible things like cars and, and, and whatever you may bring you temporal happiness. There is a, a, an eternal happiness of assurance that our souls are with the Lord and that we have a life, not a life dependent upon the things that we possess, but one thing that we already possess that is our salvation in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Isn't that wonderful? Does that bring you assurance that everything was already done in your favor? Before you were born, God knew you. God formed you in the womb. He knew of you. He knew you would be listening to this broadcast right now. He knew exactly what you did this morning, what you're going to do the next day. He knows all your failures. He knows past, present, and future because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He knows all things. And there's nothing hidden from the eyes of God. Where can we go? from God. Nowhere. Nowhere. And because of that, that should not bring fear. That should bring joy and assurance. Do you remember when you were a child and you played out in the yard and you did so many things and you didn't worry about rent. You didn't worry about mortgage, car payments. Uh, you didn't worry about where food comes from. You worried about nothing else but being a kid. Right? Because you knew you knew the parents, mom and dad, had everything, and you didn't think about that. Well, it's kind of what I'd like to bring into memory to you this day, that you don't have to worry because our Father knows all things about us. And that should bring us assurance this day. And if you're feeling unsure of yourself, well, you know what, that's normal. We've, we all feel unsure at some point in our life, but in Christ Jesus, He's come so that you can have assurance in Jesus Christ. Focusing on the sufficiency of the cross of Christ is crucial for assurance. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 21 and 22. Since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith. We must pray for Eyes to see the truths that sustain assurance. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 18 through 19. Would you join me? I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe? The Bible says in Ephesians, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. 
And I pray that through this uh, word of God that I am preaching today, that your eyes may be open, your heart may be open, that you may have the assurance of God. Wait on the Lord for the joy of your assurance. Psalms 40, verses 1 through 3, the psalmist David says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me up of the pit of destruction, out of the miry clay, and He set my feet upon a rock, making my footsteps firm. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. He set me up on a rock to say, that's a psalm of assurance. That's a song of assurance that God has sustained you and will continue to sustain you. No matter what you hear in your ear, no matter what the devil may want to tell you, you have assurance in Christ. Your feet are planted firmly in Christ Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for that word. Assurance is a fight to the day we die. Let me say that again. Assurance is a fight to the day we die. 1 Timothy 6, 12 says, fight the good fight. Take hold of eternal life. And also in 2 Timothy 4, 7 says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. And this is coming from a man in prison. This is coming from a man who he hasn't even died yet, but he's already determined in his life that I've already fought this good fight. I'm not going to give up. I know in whom I believe in. Do you know in whom you believe in? That's in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Assurance is finally a gift of the Spirit. Romans 8.16 reminds us, the Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. Now that's a prayer I want for you to do tonight with yourself or with your family. Pray to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we neglect to pray the Holy, to the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is there to give us a testimony. The Bible says it testifies of Himself through our spirit that we are children of God. And if you ever feel that you're unsure of yourself, that, you know, your calling is not there, that, you know, it was a mistake, your life is a mistake. No, sir. You pray the Holy Spirit give you that boldness to testify in your heart that we are children of God. And you say that to yourself. I'm a child of God. Testify, Holy Spirit, in my life. Come, Holy Spirit, and testify in my life that I am a child of God. In 1 John chapter 5, verses 10 and 11, it says, The one who believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. And the testimony is this, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Wow, that's it. It's in Christ Jesus. It's not within ourselves. It's not what we can give no, it's what's already been given to us. And this testimony is a solid testimony through God, through our Father, through the Son, Christ Jesus. And this is His life in His Son. And if you receive the Son, Christ Jesus, this day 
you will have the assurance of eternal life. Aren't you tired of being unsure? Aren't you tired of being insecure? Would you like to have assurance right now of what God has already done for you and for your life? And not only for you, once you've prayed this prayer, you can take this to others, to your family, to your friends, loved ones, co-workers. It doesn't matter. You can also bring this assurance of the testimony in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. In this world that we are living in, the church has the answer. And the assurance in Christ Jesus is brought to us through his son on the cross that he laid his life he put himself on the cross voluntarily for you and I and because of that we have assurance through the blood of Jesus Christ that can never diminish power that blood still flows to this day if you receive him today this blood this guarantee of assurance of what God has done in your life can be yours today if you receive him as Lord and Savior of your life. We hope you enjoyed this message. But before you go, we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare him your God. No one loves you like Jesus, and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but he didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, God lives in you, and now you have a new life in him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Day Spring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.